Oh. Oh. So, um, so um, welcome to Drum and Drummer After Dark. After Dark in the night hours. And if you're wondering why that is, it's because we don't the, have our shining light with the us. The adult is gone. The, the person that keeps yeah. us on path. That weird little guy is gone. Out of here. Because he's a thespian. We fired him. For huh? today. For today. <laughs> and we're going rogue, guys. We're so rogue. if there's any volume issues, if there's <laughs> any, uh, if this thing doesn't actually end up being recorded at all, or if we're incredibly loud, or if we just don't touch any topics that are on this document that we're supposed to follow. Yeah. Um, just blame it on me. Just blame it on our new producer, Monique Lazaro. Y'all need to practice that. Yeah, I just kind of followed suit. Uh, hey, babe, welcome. Hi. So how? what are your expectations for uh, your new producer role? I'm so nervous. Why? I want to make sure it gets recorded. I want to make sure it's funny. That's our uh, job. I want to make sure it doesn't <laughs> skip a beat and get erased somehow. I don't know. David has pretty uh, big shoes to fill. Dave does have pretty big feet. You know... I feel like we've learned a lot in this past 30 minutes that we've been trying to figure this out. Yeah, I got, yeah. Very, I got very stressed out. And now I put apologize. a camera with that? Yeah, fuck that. Oh, I know. The camera, Monique would be able to handle the camera. But like the thing with the program we use, I've only used it a handful of times. And then throw in like the pressure of volume. Good Ma- Lord. Matthew is pretty stressed out right Dude, now. I have no idea. We could be screaming in Mitchell's ear right now and I have no idea. You know what? And that's okay. He probably likes it. So <laughs> it's fine. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it really would it actually. Jesus Christ. But let's see where this shit show goes. Dear Heavenly Father, we come <laughs> before you. Roll that Please. intro. Monique. How do I do that? <laughs> hey, uh, don't, don't worry, you guys. I, I got this one. Hey, David, go ahead and uh, drop in the intro right here. <laughs> she was like, she paused and she was like, how do I do that? <laughs> so much happened. Do I have to press a button? No, 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 no. We're, okay, we're just so we're, everyone shut up for 10 seconds. No, we're, we're just going we're just, we're just to sing it this time. Yeah, okay. David, okay, roll five, that intro. Five, six, oh. seven, eight. Okay, okay, I'm gonna do, okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do the music. You do you do the voice, you gotta do I'm drum. Okay, I'm drummer, and then and then just play me we'll start laughing. Five, six, seven, eight. Three, one, two, three. One, two, three, go. I'm drum. I'm drummer. All right, welcome back, everybody. Week 96. Week 96, guys. That's six times six is 36 plus six equals 42. Plus 10 equals 52. Plus 20 equals 72. Add another 10 to that. (laughs) 82. Add another 10 to that. That's 92 plus 4. You got 96. Nice. 96, guys. And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. And this is a podcast about brotherhood and the three S's. Storytelling. Ooh, the supernatural. And self-improvement. I got very nervous. That oh, I was going to remember that right yes. there. I remember the other one we did. Uh, medicate, masturbate. Oh, meditate. but that's just how you get over sickness, dude. Hey, man, brother. Kobe how you got nothing life? on that recipe. All right. But uh, we are running solo. It's like kind of like when uh, back in the day when mom and dad used to go to bed and let us stay up late. It's kind of how I feel right now. <laughs> yeah. The adult's gone. The adult's gone. We can do whatever we want. I would make I would make these uh, things. Caleb would know what these are. Uh, Shy Toddy Bubba. Uh, Caleb would know what these are. These are like, I would make salsa nachos. So nachos? I would, I would chip. <laughs> you do chips and salsa? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I was having a little bit of uh, cheese issues then. That's why I realized I only did Did it start all the way back then? I think it was like starting, but it wasn't bad, bad. How, how, how old are you? Uh, six, seven. Damn, that's young, bro. All my life, baby. Fuck, dude. I live this way. I am this way. You know what I mean? I'm me. 
This is me. This is the story of Don, who found his, who found the nachos and thought about salsa. And And then he had some chips, but he would scratch the chips so it would be like a soup, and he would scoop it up with a spoon, eat chips with the salsa. It was like a chip salsa. You basically you made it was in a bowl. You basically made chip cereal, but then you salsa as milk. Yep, that is disgusting. I don't know why. What's the chip to salsa ratio? It's it's about a mad. I'll be honest. It's like twenty percent chip. 80% 80% dip. You just ate salsa with a spoon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Caleb, man. It was how, good, did he, dude. how did he turn out so well? I, I feel don't like know. between the two of us, we probably would have done some damage. If we I mean, we 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 fucked him up a little bit. Yeah. Like he's like he's not perfect for some reasons, but See, he's still I, good. I feel I know? feel like you and I just realized early on that he might be the perfect human. Yeah. So then we just decided we're like, ah, well, you know, he we're, was too good, we're, too we're, awesome. But then we just decided we're like, ah, we're already fucked up. Like, might as well just enjoy fucking each other up more and like yeah. Caleb have his like yeah. chance at being the golden child. Hey, and he is. He's I'm doing great. I'm pretty sure he's the golden child. Yeah, I think Natalie might disagree, but you know, he, you know what? But he's my golden child. You know? Oh. Yeah. Did One you love. hear that, Caleb? Calb. Calb. Grass. And Calabo. then can we just have a second? We'll have one. Me and Matthew received a picture this evening. <laughs> and it is a picture that I remember mom having of us. Every, every mother has a picture of this. Or, I, or a single father, you yeah, know? You, whatever you're grinding, dude. Whatever you want to do, you do. You every I mean? adult has a photo like this of their child. And, you know, we're, I feel like we're pretty good uncles. And so we received a picture. And it was him... He just learned how to take off his his his, uh, his diaper, his diaper, and was mid scratch on his ass cheek, just walking down the fucking living room <laughs> like he, a badass. He looked like a retired man that just got home from a day of construction. Oh my god! And forgot his towel in the fucking bedroom. Yeah, just no fucks. Just just walking. Zero. Like it's a vibe. Just hanging and yes. slanging. It is what it is. Hanging and slanging. Hanging and I slanging. Like that. Wanging that thing like a chicken oh, wang. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> just scratching a cheek on his way. Like, I got his way to, like, find the... Like, he forgot his cell phone in the room before he went to the bathroom. There like, you go. Damn it. He's, like, scratching his ass. Like, that one, that one video of the gorilla. The gorilla has to, like, they say, like, when you're walking, uh, yeah. you get, like, toilet paper or yep. something like that. And it's the gorilla just fucking walking all fast. But I'm just concerned because Brooks still falls a lot. Uh-oh. He's a tumbler, man. He is. He gets not su- in a gymnast he- way. And for those of you who don't know who Brooks is, uh, Dalton and I is our, our little nephew who's a little a little over one, one mm-hmm. in a couple months. Mm-hmm. One in a couple months. Um, he's in the 99th percentile of all categories. Um, he's just a great human. And he's just, he's learned how to walk. But he likes to go fast. But he doesn't like it when his feet keep up, apparently, because he just eats shit all the time. <laughs> he's just always falling. Yo, he's, he's, it's like he's leaning forward, his walks. Like, he just leans forward and just hopes it keeps him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, he trips and then just is like, figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that homeboy, I give it to him. You don't cry. No, so he sits there and he waits for somebody to say safe. And as long as you go yeah. safe yeah. And, and you move yeah, your arms like true. that, he starts laughing. Uh-huh. Other than that, you can see him contemplating. Like, he's yeah, not sure he how to feel about, about it. it. Yeah. You know? I just like, I like seeing his brain process yep. things. You know what I mean? Like if you like, like I was like with the rope today, I was playing with the rope and I threw it towards him and the rope slammed in front of him and I saw him look at it and he was thought, he thought about it for a little bit. Then he turned around and walked away and then he stopped and he turned back and he looked at the rope and I could see him go, well, fuck it. And walk <laughs> over to the rope and grab it just to see what it felt like. Yeah. And it was just cool to see him kind of learn how to process things with his own choices. I kind of felt bad today. So I coached the the class at the gym this afternoon. And um, you did a great job. Thank you. I, I tried. It was very hard, especially because two individuals were not listening to me. Well, we, um, don't, we don't really do the warm-ups anyways. Me and, me and Lex do our own thing. Yeah, but I'm coaching. And... You guys were not listening to me, and I was slightly frustrated because I was Gosh, like, "Lexi, got a little power hungry." Everybody. No, that's not that. I had okay. So, anyways, I have Brooks on my shoulders. Okay, so I'm holding him up on my shoulders, and he's walking around. Mind you, I can't see what he's doing. So, at one point, I'm walking across the gym, and I feel he's like really like relaxed, right? Like really relaxed. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. And I see his head, and it's kind of like his head is slumped down on like his shoulder, but it's kind of like he's. I just imagined him staring at me, like he was like looking at me, but I hadn't looked up yet. And Sushi comes up to me, she goes, Maddie, Maddie, he's asleep. While I had him on my shoulders and was walking around the gym, a homie just decided he, it was too much for him and he just went to bed. Dude, oh, so apparently 
he's been like keeping up mom for hours and he's been sleeping terribly because he's been teething really bad. So he's been drowsy and he's been like, you know how he is when he like, he doesn't get a nap. Oh yeah. So that this was like the most he's ever been like the worst he's ever been. Really? So he, it was, it was time. And Lex called it. We were like stretching and stuff and listening to our coach. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. And, uh, <laughs> we were so obedient. <laughs> I've never been so obedient in my life. Um, and, uh, as Master was talking, we were watching Brooks, and she was. She looked at me. She goes, "I bet you ten burpees, Brooks is gonna fall asleep on Matt's shoulder." And I was like, "I don't think so. I don't. Th- I think it's gonna be too loud." I don't blame you for that. It was loud. It was loud. You know, and that that little fucker, dude, out, man, out, out like out. a light, bro. And it was so fucking cute. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so cute. Ah, uh, and but just like few seconds, like. Take take five minutes back before all this happened. He was sitting on Matthew's shoulders, fucking judging the shit out of everyone lifting <laughs> yeah. the weights. Just, just looking down upon human beings. It was a funny yeah. shit. He thought he was God. Yeah, I dude. swear, dude. Yeah, he's staring everybody in the eyes. Yeah, he was like, and he was like, like and, look at you and smirk his lips a little bit. And so our little nephew, he has just the most judgmentally defined eyebrows. Like yes. they're, they're always like he's always mad about. He's stuff. always just concerned or like slightly judging whatever thought yes. you're having, yes. even though you haven't verbalized it yet. He's yes. like, really, really, you were you were gonna do that? That that's mm. that's the memory you're thinking of. Wow, you think you're funny? You're not. I felt like that most of the time, actually. Yeah, but that little twenty six pound baby, man. I I was sweating more than anybody else in that gym today. Like yeah, I was indeed. freaking dripping, and I felt bad because he was hot too. He, he was hot in his cute little overalls. Oh my god, dude! The fit today that was on. It was on point. It was adorable. It was an adorable fit. And you know what? I t- I was like, I'm digging the new boho style a little bit. Yeah. I, I, if that's what the baby's gonna look like, put that <laughs> baby in goddamn overalls every fucking day. Shit, that was fucking cute. And he walked out, and Ernesto pulled up in his truck and in his Jeep. And Brooke stopped and waved at the Jeep. And, <laughs> and, and I saw Ernesto waving. He was like, and walked away. And just, you know, he wobbles his uh-huh. head. God, so cute, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then at one point, he has this little scooter thing. And I like to make him a little monster truck driver. So whenever he, he gets, exactly. whenever he sees his mom, and he goes, Mom, and I can hear him starting to get fussy. I go, and I like pop, pop the front wheel up and I make him go over and he loves it, right? You got to take him to a monster but every though. Oh, absolutely. But every time I would drop the front tire back down, I'd go, boom, boom. Yeah. And then I did it and I heard him go, boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I got him out of the car today, I looked at him and I was like, hey, Bubba. And I heard him go, da-da. Oh, you said it? Yeah. And I was like, oh, he meant to say dad, dad. That's okay. But it was but close to Dada. Take it. And nobody knows this. Uh, that's what everybody that's called Dalton. Everyone called me growing up. Because no one could say Dalton. Because no one could say Dalton. So we just decided first syllable <laughs> Dada. twice. Dada. <laughs> it was kind of caveman like. Did anyone call you Tauntaun? No. Like Dalton? Aubrey would, Aubrey would pronounce when she was little. She'd go, Dalton, Dalton, uh, yeah. Dalton. Yeah. That's about it, though. Yeah, and then uh, I was I was Mama for Mama. most people, but there's certain people that called me. I, I certain people. It was just Caleb. Caleb <laughs> called me Choo Choo. Yeah, Caleb. Because like Matthew, Choo-choo. and so they would just hear Matthew, and he'd be like Choo Choo. Be like Matthew Choo Choo. I know. I had no idea why Caleb's uh, nickname was B. They call him BB. BB, uh, brother. Mm. Brother. That yeah. makes sense. Because Jared, Jared will still call. Aubrey and, and uh, Caleb, brother, sister. I, I always get a little nervous sometimes with Lex because we'll be talking and I accidentally call her my cousin. I can't call her that. How dare you? I have to call her sister or sis. Yeah. And I said, I was like, oh, no, you're my favorite cousin. And I saw her eyes go. And I went, sister, <laughs> sister, sister. I met sister. <laughs> like so fucking nervous. Oh, that's so funny. Dude, I love it. But enough of our... Uh, That's we, like 20 we, minutes we, gone. We can go on about Brooks for hours here. But, uh, dude, Dalton, how was your week? How was your weekend? Specifically, Ooh. fill me in on how my weekend was. Yes. Um, yes. I, we should dive into that let, Let's bit. give a shouty-touty. Shouty-touty to the new married couple. That are in Cancun. In Cancun it up. Cancun it up. Mr. and Mrs. John, John and Melissa, Melissa Martinez. Martinez. 
Oh yeah, so John and Melissa got married this weekend. Great job, guys. Uh, the wedding was fucking beautiful. It was beautiful. So it much fun. Bomb. I fucking love the food. The food was so good. Yeah, I, 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 I wish was, there was more of it. So um, right now we'll, we'll get to this part. But uh, I the next day I needed to go get my car from John's house, and um, I had to go to John's parents' house because that's where we got ready for the wedding. And when I went over there, uh, I got my stuff, and on my way out, they pulled up. And thankfully, Melissa found my vest. Um, and I was talking to them, and I guess everybody was just raving about the food. Everybody. Yeah, food is good. Mm-hmm. So good. Best wedding food I've had. The best wedding food I've had. I've oh, been to wow. a lot I of weddings. I've been to a lot of weddings. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. So what was so great about it? Like, what part of the food was your fave? It felt clean. Like, the food felt like it was, like, well-made. Yeah, very well. And, I I mean, I love Hawaiian barbecue regardless. If that if that's what Hawaiian barbecue is... Well, that's exactly what Hawaiian barbecue is. So I can get Wushubi. Spam Masubi. Spam Masubi. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yes. So good. That was that was the during cocktail hour, there were people with hors d'oeuvres walking around. Mm-hmm. You had coconut shrimp, which I'm pretty sure my dad cleaned them out of. Yeah. And uh and then Ushubi. Spam Masubi. Spam Masubi. So fucking Sorry. good. Spam Masubi is so fucking so good. So good, dude. I can eat that shit all day. Mm-hmm. I want it now. I mm-hmm. crave yep. it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna learn how to I make it. I craved it all week, to be honest. I'm gonna learn how to make it. So we'll see. But um, but yeah, so ceremony was at the church. Absolutely beautiful. Um, Hold up. Matt Drum wasn't a guest. He was in. I was in the bridal party. I was a groomsman. You're not in a bridal party. You're in the groom's party. Wedding party. Yeah. Wedding party. Sorry. Yeah. Right on. Um, yeah. Congratulations, so man. thank you, man. It was fun. Got to stand up there and go sit down. Stand, you'll sit. Stand, you'll sit. <laughs> yeah. No one told um, me. I was oh, yeah, that was your first I, Catholic mass. I'll huh? be honest. I was planning on going in there and playing a little poker. And just kind of waiting it out. On your phone? Yeah. You know, I have my phone fully charged for that reason. I was ready to go. Don walks in with his portable charger. Yeah. I had it already. It was all my jackets. Yeah. Oh, and then um, also um, our um, previous producer uh, was the best man. Yes. Give it up for David Michael. Shouty touty cheese man. So D-Rod likes to best man. D-Rod likes to partay. D-Rod likes to forget the camera. D-Rod likes to just fucking trust us to run this shit. D-Rod thinks we're going to use the Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's the best man. And I got to say. He did a great job. I don't remember a lot of the night, mm. but I do remember his best man speech. His speech was, was so fucking, fucking great. Good. It yeah. was so good. So fucking good. I was dying. And he just, he, he really brought everyone in. Like yes. it was like the way he spoke and the way he brought up the jokes. He didn't feel like out of place, even mm-hmm. if you really didn't know their relationship. Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. I didn't really know their relationship. Honestly, I didn't know they were they were close like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I got to hear the stories, I, I didn't feel like like I was out of place. Yeah. No. Like it felt mm-hmm. connected. Yeah. And it was really nice, and it was just very easy to listen to. And very soft humor, you yes. know, but it was still serious. Yeah. It was just cool. Yeah. Did a great job. Very meaningful, very touching. Yeah, um, I cried so fucking much. It was my favorite speech of the night. Yeah. yeah. It was the most, like you said, the easiest to listen to. Yes. yes. He fucking killed it. Yes, very, very agree. proud of him. But um, yeah, so cocktail hour, pictures with John was fucking fun. Although we had a bone to pick with John and Johnny Boy, if you listen to this. Um, yeah, why are you closing the bar like four different times throughout the night? We probably needed. Oh no, there's a reason. No, that's not what I'm picking. It has to do with that. I was but, trying to get a drink every time. But we got there, right? And we had to take pictures. <laughs> and all of a sudden, message goes around that the groomsmen aren't allowed to drink until after the pictures. Oh, I wonder why. No, no, no. Have no, you no, seen I, yourself? It makes. <laughs> Have you looked at the mirror? <laughs> low blow. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, okay. This uh, is Mister, the. I'm not gonna throw up. I didn't. Oh, I, I, did. I had did. to make myself, but no. So, but then it made sense because like, we just weren't going to, and I felt my, we, it took us a long time reg- without alcohol with alcohol would have been fucking impossible. So John, <laughs> great fucking call. And then there's a part of me where I was like at one point getting legitimately upset because, and then I had to stop a thing. Like, why am I getting upset? Because I'm being told not to drink. But then I also think that this fueled me to then make up for all of that time oh, later yeah. on. Yeah. So and, and I did. So it was a good night. It was, it was fun. going well. It was going well. 
We were dancing for a little bit, had good meals. They started the speeches. Speeches were great. Mm-hmm. I was aware of everything we were doing throughout the night, you know, and I was having a great time dancing with people, dancing with mm-hmm. friends. Music. The music was awesome. Music was good. On point. Music was great. on point. And uh, go get drinks every once in a while. And, you know, I, I would go get the drink. I would come back and dance, go get the drink. But every time I would go get the drink, Matthew was just there. <laughs> he didn't leave the bar. No. He stayed there. Yep. He stayed there, talked to anybody passing by, but would stay at the bar and just keep refilling his drink. And by the time, like, I was at, like, you know, the drinks weren't very big, so you had to go get them pretty often or get, like, double-fisted, you know? So, like, you know, eight or eight or nine drinks deep. I go out there, and Matthew's, Matthew's still there. But then Matthew finally goes to the dance floor, right? Apparently, he blacks out somewhere in, the, in between that timeline, right? Yeah. Probably so, very early in he, that timeline. It's around 10 o'clock at night. It's not even 11. It's... <laughs> It, it's, everyone just started dancing. It's not a respectable hour to be that drunk. I don't even think it was 10, honestly. I remember looking at you and I was like, Mo, is he good? And then he, <laughs> he did something. He did something. We both noticed it. We both looked and she, you're like, no, he's not. And I was like, <laughs> that fucker's not driving home. Yeah. So I had a lot of fun. <clears throat> I ended up in a little shot train that I think just did me dirty. But um, from what I, the videos I see, it seems like I, I had a lot of fun, and if anybody ever questioned if I loved them, um, I'm sure I put that to bed because it turns out I just loved everybody. So you're very loving, drunk. Yes, yes. Mr. Which is uh, kissing Kate over there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of kisses on the a cheeks. A lot of kisses and hugs. Booty bumps. Booty bumps. A couple of booty spanks. Knuckles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of booty spanks. Uh, you never do it towards me, though. You know that. What? You you will spank for me. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> I, we're, I, we are your people. Oh, yes, I know. So but why here's the, the thing: fuck? why are you? Why are ass, you I grew up Slap slapping ass, your. Okay? I, I have permission to slap Not your ass. Hard, gentle, playfully, <laughs> <clears throat> and slap. Just a little love tap. Yeah, like love I love tap. Like, yeah, little love tap. Uh, it's love shack. No, but I like love tap better. Oh, okay. if it's it, it's it if it's the moment, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, like, show, show some appreciation. You know, I, I do apologize, you guys. I will make sure to smack both of your asses whenever I drink from now on. All right. Don't kiss me, though. <laughs> That's a personal thing. Just don't kiss me, but everything else is fine. Yeah. No, but see, that's also, I kind of felt bad the next day because, like, for me, like, if you're family, like, I kiss my family. Like, it's on the cheek, yeah. right? But not everybody has that same, <laughs> like, relationship with kisses so i'm like okay let's not do that moving forward matt bad call but i apologize if you were uncomfortable with that but you know i I love you so sorry um but yeah other than that it was fun all the videos looked like a lot of fun there was a soul train at one point um soul train is that what it's called we were saucing conga line conga line that's what it's called soul train is a tv show what was that? What was happening there? I don't know. All I know is there's a picture because I got roasted in uh, like the family, like John and Melissa's family group chat. Because I guess somebody was taking a picture and I grabbed the camera and started to shake it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a picture of me just incredibly <laughs> fucked up. Just like, it just looks like, you know. Looking dead face into the camera. Just like slightly trying to hold on for your life. The and then Caleb told me, he's like, yeah, Matthew, like you kept going and sitting down and you just look deep in thought. And I was like, yeah, I was trying to hold on to what little consciousness I had left. <laughs> <laughs> but, Do you uh, ever think about the, like, like what you think about when you're drunk? No, I've been wondering this. This is what I was thinking about. When you black out. Yeah. Where does your consciousness go? Night night. So you go to sleep from the inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like I, I was still I I was still talking, acting, doing things, but like I wasn't like would the alcohol turn that off? Like I was obviously there. You know what I mean? But just like from like a, I don't know like a spiritual standpoint, like where does my consciousness go and who takes over? Mm. I, I think you feel me. Like it's an interesting concept. I've been thinking about it like never for, thought about that. ever since then. I Scientifically, just, I think alcohol turns off the part of our brain that retains memory. Really. Hmm. My, well, can, I tell my, can I tell you what my last memory is? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my last memory is smacking JP's ass. <laughs> that is the last thing. Really? I walked up and I smacked his ass. And the only thing I just remember is because he turned around and like was startled and looked and then saw it was me. And I was like, ah. And then I turned around and he smacked my ass. And I was like, 
and I think him hitting my ass was triggered me. Smacked you so hard. (laughs) (laughs) He sent you into another dimension. He sent me back. He stops, like pauses for a second. He sent me back into a two D reality. I was like, whoa. Does his his head back up? Looks around. (laughs) Fucking blackout. Matt's out. (laughs) Bro, it was the trigger, man. So you want to make Matt blackout? Just slap him on the ass really hard. It's my button. (laughs) That's the button. It's the button. Wonder what cheek it was. My left. I remember. Yeah, Yeah. that's the trigger. But not super fun. I hope you guys had as much fun as I did. I had a blast. Yeah, there were horses. Yeah, Dalton, you weren't supposed to be up there. So one where the where the venue was, it was on this property, and there was a house that the venue owner lived in, and a bunch of random. Oh, they live there. Yeah, and a bunch of random little tents that I don't know what they were doing inside Mm -hmm. of. And on the way up, they have horse stables. And Dalton and Caleb went on an adventure, which Caleb, by the way, just decided to neglect the fact that Natalie needed a drink. <laughs> and, and a jacket. And a jacket. Poor baby. <laughs> she was just sitting there. As, Caleb, as, I, as I was out there ready, I saw Caleb walk out. And I was like, Caleb. And he looked at me and he was like, oh, I'm Dalton. And I walked over there. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, bro, squirrel, let's, let's walk this way. He goes, yeah, let's go on an adventure. And then we were off. Nice. Yeah, that's how that's how we do things, though. We yeah. always we've always forget everything we're fucking thinking about. Mm-hmm. And we just go do it. Yeah. So it was fun. John, Melissa, love you guys. Hope you're having fun out in Cancun. Your cat Scarlet is cute as hell mm. and super safe and fed and loved and attacking my ankles and jumping on my calves. Not to kill me, but just to let me know that she could if she wanted to. She trying to like scare you, too. Like she hides. She does. So, no, the first day was like a fucking horror movie. Really? Like, I walked in and she's all cute. I walk in, she lays on her back and like lets me like spin around and like pet her or whatever. And then all of a sudden she disappears. What the hell? So, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I get concerned. That's their child. Mm-hmm. I'm like looking around. Do you hear the Jaws music in the background when that happens? No, all I hear is a whoosh because I look down and there's a fucking paw coming out from underneath the couch. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden I see just a flash take off in the distance. I love how it's totally accepted that a cat's job is literally just to fuck with you. Yeah, the whole time. And that's its life. Yeah. It just fucks and then you. And then I have, so my, I have this, um, um, crystal bracelet, crystal bracelet. And I like took it off and I put it on the table real quick and I leave. And all of a sudden I hear, and I walk over and she's down there wrestling with my freaking crystal bra- bracelet. And I'm like, Scarlett, what are you doing? So I grab it, right? So then, you know, we're cool and like we play. She's super sweet. Next morning, John and Melissa have this beautiful sunroom. And I'm like, cool. I got home from the gym. It's super close to the gym. So like, I don't have to like spend time uh, in traffic. Right yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to start reading my book first thing in the morning. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go in the sunroom because I know Melissa goes and works in the sunroom in the morning. I was like, I'm just going to follow that routine. So I open up the doors and I go in the sunroom. All of a sudden, I look in the corner and there's this like little like plastic plant, right? Like a little, it's a little fake plant, right? <laughs> This cat comes running in and she's like, fuck that plant, jumps, attacks this fucking plant, knocks it over, and then runs, jumps on this chair, knocks the chair back, runs across me, all disregard for my personal space, goes to the other chair, jumps down, runs over, jumps into that little plant, turns around, and I just see these eyes and ears peeking over the plant. Jesus Christ. And I'm like... What the fuck just happened? So I go over and like, you know, oh, Scarlet, like I move her, I pick up the plant. All of a sudden, fuck that plant. Knocks it down again. again. Bro, she hates that fucking thing. I have so many videos. And so then I sent them a video because she did it again this morning. And then Melissa's like, yeah, oh, she's obsessed with that plant. So she just knocks it down and then hides in it. That's cute as fuck. It's so cute, bro. Cats are honestly really adorable. I don't know if I want a cat or if I want Scarlet. Like that's my debate. Scarlet's a personality. Scarlet's, oh, Scarlet's her own thing, dude. dude. She is she is thriving in her environment. She's so cute, man. She's adorable. I can't fucking handle Just it. Just a very loving cat. Yeah. That's that's what's nice about it. Oh, and I'm living with the bearded dragon again for the week. Oh, nice. Beasley. He's a homie. Beasley. He doesn't really do much. He just kind of sits there and stares at me sometimes, <laughs> but pretty cool. I wonder what I wonder what they think about. What if they don't have memory? They just they're blacked out constantly. <laughs> JP probably smacked their butt. <laughs> Every bearded dragon. But um Are you grateful that Iris isn't there since you have a little bit of a phobia? Yes. So Oh, I forgot about the bird. That was the first question. So when John and Melissa asked me to house it, the first thing out of my mouth was, Where's Iris gonna be? <laughs> and so Iris is Melissa's burden for those of you that haven't listened to any podcast because I bring it up almost every week. Um, I don't like birds. I just have kind of a phobia of them. I've been attacked by many birds and uh, I've also been bitten by Iris. It wasn't hard, just enough to let me know like, hey, motherfucker, 
you're still a bitch. Yeah. 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 And it's, it kind of sucks because Iris is kind of cute. Like Iris dances with Melissa. Um, but yeah, uh, that bird is with Melissa's parents. So all good in Thank the God. neighborhood. Thank God. I need a refill, so uh, let's go ahead and take, take a snoozer. Take a take a take a little break. Take a little nap. Let's, 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 let's black out for a little bit. Let's black out for a little bit. One, two, three. Ha ha! She got it. Tech gang gang. Tech gang gang. This is me and Dalton. This this is our thing. And we're back. All right. That was not five seconds. If Dave has to edit, it has to No, we already got the five. We need the five seconds one time, not every time. Oh, really? Yeah, just oh, once. Wow. Just once. Well, I'm sorry, love. What were you going to say? I forgot, but you guys asked me to <laughs> make up a segment. All right. Yep. And I don't have it. All, All right. right. <laughs> what if we... Keep talking? Prank called somebody. You, you want to prank call somebody. Live on Drum and Drummer. <laughs> <laughs> That's way, ter- way too terrifying for me. Yeah. Why? Just pick someone random. What if we do the one where you call Papa John's and then the other person calls Domino's at the same time and they answer and they talk to each other? <laughs> <laughs> and they're both each other? I mean, you want to be Papa John's? So can I tell you guys what Monique was telling me oh, earlier no. today? Yes. We're driving over here and she goes, I really wish that you guys had a hotline and that people would call in with their questions. Yes. We can make that happen. I told How him. the hell are we going to make that happen? You get a Google voice number that you buy. Thank you. They call the phone, send them straight to voicemail. No, 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 no. Not that. Who? Dude. Who? 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 Like who? Are you an owl? <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean? Who? <laughs> That. Who's gonna call in with questions? Nancy, listen. Me. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, will you shut the fuck up? Listen to me. Dalton's gonna call every day with a different voice. <laughs> Hello, Matthew. <laughs> it is thy pal, Sharon. I don't know. Like, Sharon you know, Osborne? Because <laughs> it started to get really Ozzy esque towards the end there. <laughs> you see my fingers, what I was doing there? Um, anyways. What were we talking about? Literally nothing. Prank <laughs> <laughs> calls. And how I wish you had a hotline. And All how right. easy it would oh, be. Oh, the hotline, the hotline, the hotline. Oh, yeah, Google I number. I when that hotline bling. Hey. Hey. That can only mean one thing. Hey. Hey. You're calling drum and drummer's line. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Asking questions all the time. Boom. No, why don't you just call it the drum line? <gasps> oh, that's oh good. Oh my god, that's hey. good. Yes. Okay, so we make a Google Voice number. Okay. Call mm-hmm. it drum line. Okay. Mm-hmm. People call in whether they want to st- make a comment, make a statement. Don't give a fuck. They, they can ask question. you guys questions. Yeah. Truth and or like, dare. Yeah. Don't get too vulgar, but you know, don't be afraid to get frisky. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, lay it out there. Lay it out tell there. us like, tell us like crazy. Crazy lies that we could talk about. Okay. Oh, crazy lies. lies. Crazy lies. Crazy so lies. So they'd have to be anonymous. Yeah, make it anonymous sometimes, guys. <laughs> Everybody accidentally states their name <laughs> as soon as they start. <laughs> no, that's usually what you do when you call a hotline. Hi, this Caleb's is me calling. From he's Kobina. like, he's like, yeah, and they they call me. They're like, Caleb, Caleb, fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, hey, this is grass calling back again. Um, <laughs> I'm having battery issues. You guys, and you can make T-shirts with the phone number on them, like. Hit up the drum line, and then random people will just no, call it. No, people are going to call thinking they could join a drum line, like an actual like drum line. We got tag- we get tagged in videos all the time on like we get TikTok. Emails. Uh-huh. For like, the, remember we got invited to that drum convention? Yeah. You guys yeah. should go. <laughs> no, they would be so disappointed. It would just be our booth with David, and we'd sit there, and they'd come be like, hey, man, what kind of drums do you sell? No, 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 no. It's a podcast. We're, a po- we're actually called Drum How and Drummer. How freaking hilarious. How much attention you guys would get that shit would be that. funny because well, you we guys would be it. so different from everyone else's thing they'd they be like all right on. <laughs> 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 they'd be like they'd be like oh okay is your podcast about drums and they'd be like no no, no what is it about it is we about two drums it's about two drums and they go who oh, i'm like drum drummer and they're like so there's nothing about 
an Mus- instrument. No, no, no. But it's about brotherhood and the three S's. <laughs> that, that, what are the three S's? Fuck, uh, the Google Doc. David, what is it? David, open the Google. Hey, play the intro for him. Play it for him. <laughs> <laughs> we went viral on TikTok one time. <laughs> you guys would do so well. And I think people would actually go for it. So we also, we get tagged in these videos all the time. And it'll be like, so-and-so tagged you in a video. And it's always some people fucking playing a snare drum and I'm like they just literally type in drum and just like spam anything yeah. that pops uh-huh. up you guys should just follow them all back <laughs> <laughs> follow us we're uh we got your drums and you can make a tiktok about drumming and then they'll be hooked and then they'll start listening to the podcast and they'll it's about drums. none of it is drums <laughs> <laughs> but they'll fall in love anyway so who cares yeah that's true is, can I ask you a question? What's up, big guy? Do you even think we're remotely interesting for a podcast? I, so I think everybody thinks that they're not. But I think if we anybody got an interesting look into someone else's life, how, however mundane it may be, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Because it's behind the scenes. You know, like for instance, like being a part of John's wedding, like or any of the weddings I've been a part of, it's always super interesting to see just like how couples interact or how they have their conversations or, you know, what things each couple is stressed about you know differently you know everyone's different so i think when you get a look behind the curtains on anything um i think it 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 attracts people and i think people do like it you know and also it helps that you and i are very open about Mm -hmm. our week and things that we do and we i feel like we both are very good at showing the highlights and the lowlights like yeah this week's been absolute shit or matt got super fucking drunk at a wedding and blacked out or i got to put a fucking Dong got to pet a fucking horse. Um, but I think we all think that we're boring. I think because we do our lives every single day, we don't think that we're interesting. Yeah. But it's so unique. And I think we for- tend to forget how unique our lives actually are that it becomes interesting to somebody else. Yeah. You know, I agree. I think not only that, but you guys do a good job of pulling people in and making them feel like they're right here, like on the couch next to you guys. You're not like, yeah, I woke up and took a shower. And went to work and came home. No, we're like all a, of a sudden we were I sitting on the a, couch. Exactly. <laughs> I have a hard time with those podcasts though. Have you have you seen those podcasts on TikTok at least where they like they're everything scripted? Mm-hmm. So they're just reading lines, just reading, and yeah. you can tell like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't flow. Mm-hmm. I always find that so interesting that they do a podcast like that where it's all scripted and everything they say. Yeah, I couldn't do that, but I feel like it's more like the factual podcast that like they do for like the some movie one mm-hmm. where they talk about movies. It's all just not scripted and they just read off it. Can I tell you like how much like you don't have to be necessarily interesting to like for people to watch you. I was thinking about this today. I was going through my Instagram feed and literally I was watching people make and eat food. That's it. And I was sitting and I was like thinking to myself, there's always a shot at the end of every video of them trying their food. And I'm literally just watching somebody eat. And it's always this like over-exaggerated, like, oh my God. And they point at the food and they nod. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm literally watching somebody chew food and I'm so entertained. Weren't you watching some guy chug random drinks oh, on dude. YouTube? Oh, what was his name? It was the Chug Club or something? No. The Chugster. No. Chug-a-lug. I don't know, but he's like this 50-year-old man who just gets random drinks and put and I'm, them... I'm sorry. He's obese. He's, he's a big boy. He's a big dude. Puts them in cups and he's yeah. like, all right, everybody, today it's a green Gatorade. Yeah, he did He did a video and he was... He took Sprite, he, like Sprite a banana challenge. He, oh, that's how he started it. He yeah, ate, yeah. So, like, okay, he ate okay. bananas. Okay, so let me take you guys back. Last week <laughs> and uh, shouty Tati Natalie Rodriguez, um, she stopped my brother from doing the Sprite and banana challenge accidentally multiple times. Yes. However, she was not here this day. And Dalton runs in my room and says, oh, no, I did the Sprite and Banana Challenge. And I said, what? And he goes, by accident. But I had them like 20 minutes apart. Do you think I'm okay? And I'm like staring at him like as if he's going to throw up in my room. I'm like, uh, I don't know, bro. Like, are you, how do you feel? I feel fine. I'm, like, all right, well, I'm, I'm sure enough time has gone by. Like, you'll be all right. And he goes, oh, okay. So then I was like, well, what's supposed to happen? Like, I've never actually seen the video. So then I go on YouTube and I type in Sprite Banana Challenge and this guy's video was the first one that popped up. And we've seen, we see why very soon. And so then we watch, but this guy eats like, it's not even like one, you know, like a normal rack of was bananas. Was it like, it's like, like six? Yeah, it was like it, 12. It was like 
fucking 12 or 20 bananas. Did you find it? I did. Shouty touty to Badlands Chugs. Dude. Such a cool guy. So this guy, the video we were watching, he eats like, I don't know, 12 bananas and then chugs a two liter of Sprite. Chugs that shit. Yeah. And then just like sits there and just lets out this giant burp. So then I end up down this rabbit hole of just watching him drink things. And the one that was probably the most interesting was he drank... It's the, the video is titled the mountain dew, every dew chug in a giant wine glass. So this guy literally went, I didn't know there were so many flavors of mountain dews. He just bought a shit ton yeah. of mountain dews. Yeah. Poured them all in this glass. And apparently the grape one is very rare. Hmm. They had, it, I think he had to like import it from China. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah. Like he had like a uh, Chinese or Japanese writing on it. And then he drank him and he just sat there and chucked it. And it's not like he's like, he's not it's even not, that fast. No, he even, is fast. No. Yes. It's, no. But I'll be honest. It's not entertaining. No. no. Not at all. Not even remotely. Like if you, if you say like, oh, this guy just chugs drinks, you're, you're going to be like, okay. Like you watch a video, but you watch, I watched, we watched like five videos. Yeah, dude. We were on him. But isn't it funny that. You're, we were just kind of watching. He's a cool guy. He seems like a cool guy. He was chugging, da-da-da. But as soon as you do it in real life, in front of people at a party, everyone's like cheering Losing you Losing their fucking mind. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's out of like malice though because I definitely got cheered to drink a lot of John's wedding. But um, I think they just wanted my demise. Mm. No, but... Yeah, maybe actually. <laughs> if it's John we're talking about. <laughs> But no, I, I, it's just interesting to me, like that concept where we all think our lives are boring. But if you really sit and think about like what you do as an individual on a very daily basis, it's pretty unique. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all of everybody's a little different. We all have our own things. But it's like it's pretty unique and anybody would be interested enough to take a look. And what's funny is, do you remember Periscope? Mm hmm. Do you remember this? I think it was an app, right? Yeah, it was an app. And it was like the first app where you could like live stream. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And there was Oh, a, yes. I remember Periscope. There was a guy that I would follow that he was literally just like an insurance agent. It was He was just a life insurance agent. And he would just be, hey, man, go, hey, everybody going on at five o'clock. And it would just be him walking out of his office. And he would just be talking about his day as an insurance agent. That's not how I got into insurance, but like I just remember that. And I just remember thinking, like, this is really fucking boring. It was really inspired. But the clients. stories that were coming out were just like interesting, you know? And mm-hmm. he had a bunch of people logging on to talk to him. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's whole websites where people just stream. It's kind of like their nest or their ring. They just set up a camera in the corner of the room and just live their life. Yeah. It, it's actually a really popular thing. And you can just log on and watch somebody. They're not even in the room half the time, but it's just like a live stream of someone else's life. Yeah. I think that's kind of how reality TV started. And then it became scripted, but just the entertainment of watching someone else's life be played out, I guess. Yeah. I agree. That shit's dope. But it's always cool to see what happens behind the scenes. I agree with that. If you could peek behind the curtain of anyone else's life, anybody living or dead, who would it be? Ooh, so many people. Just pick one. Uh, a Blackbeard. Blackbeard? Pirate. There's a lady on TikTok that's going around debunking anything fun about pirates. Isn't that awesome? No. Why? Because I'd like to think that pirates buried treasure and fucking raided the seven seas. And do all that stuff. Turns out none of that's actually true. No, not at all. But it's so yeah. cool. I mean, some pirates did that, I'm sure, but not like to the extent that we hear. Yeah. But it's just like everything we hear, like, like you know, history. Like, for like ancient battles and whatnot, they add numbers to yeah. that. It was like, they would say 10,000. It was probably like maybe 5,000. I wouldn't give it that much. But it's crazy to think that people would actually even go to war like that with like the swords and shields and arrows flying everywhere. Like just to even think about that even happening is like kind of wild. How accurate do you think an archer actually was? They, I honestly, I would like to give them like a, I would give them a thumbs up. I would say they're pretty accurate. Okay, but give me a, give me a percentage. I would say 
see, there's like a there's like a, a type of loyalty though that comes to it. Like you want to like serve your your kingdom, right? In this sense, like you're in a kingdom, so you want to serve your kingdom to the fullest extent. So that becomes your life. Like they don't have those hobbies. They're either this or a farmer. You know what I mean? So like they probably take that with like pride. So yeah. they work on that. It's not just you learn how to shoot a gun, you're good. You don't need to keep practicing sometimes. I mean, most people do, you should, but you know what I mean? But like for them, that was like their life. Like they are an archer. They need to be good or else they're going to die. So I feel like when they put, plus they didn't wear armor either, you know, like it was barely anything. <sighs> Is it true that you couldn't like shoot the musicians of... Like you weren't allowed to kill the musicians. I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah, because I think it's a uh, what's the comedian? Dave Cook, Dan Cook. Dan Cook, I think. Uh, Dave Cook. I think it's Dave Cook. Dan. Oh. Dan. No, I think it's Dave. Dave Cook. But he's Dave like Cook. he he's all man. If I was a musician back in the day when those wars were going on, I'd be the most annoying motherfucker in the world. I'd be running around people in circles as they're trying to shoot like my team, like. <laughs> like just running around like but i feel like i would just if someone did that to me i'm in war like fuck it i'm just gonna oh whoops i slipped yeah i don't know if i'd be the guy to be like oh i'm not gonna kill the guy with the with the trumpet yeah i, no. I kind of want to yeah of all instruments you I pick the trumpet. Want to. yeah the trumpet i i don't like the way the trumpet sounds yeah. i really don't like it yeah but just like the archer that's probably they those mus- musicians probably lived their life. That's all they did. Yeah, not gonna lie, I feel like I miss my calling as a jester. Do you think you'd be a jester? Yeah, I think I'd be a fucking badass jester. Weren't like you a jester in a play? No, I was supposed to be. Uh, I was Sir Studley in that play, and the jester was played by Jarek. Jarek, shouty tatty Jarek killed it. Jarek. He he did it. He, he was a really good jester. And I was Sir Studley. I just had a new woman on my arm every scene. Mm. That was fun. What? Nothing to say about that. What? Say up. Sounds like high school. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> All right. I think we should do one segment from the boys' room. So no prank call. You really? If you want to do it, prank call somebody. No. I no? think you guys should prank call somebody. All right. All right, All right, everybody. Welcome back. We are doing one of our signature segments. The boys' room. Monique, go ahead and read us the first one, starting with the title, and then we'll give starting you starting with the what? With the title. Uh, it's spelled wrong. Is that okay? Just put the mic closer. Mosey over it. Yeah, go for okay. it. Okay. I, eighteen, male, <laughs> feel like I'm losing my charisma, and it's affecting my relationship with other people. Let me get straight to the point. My kind of guy. I, 18 male, got into a rabbit hole of tricks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like no. the cereal? I guess. How's it spelled? Slash tricks, like T R I C K. Okay. Oh, not XS? S- no. <laughs> Monique's all the club. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Slash life hacks to be more charismatic on YouTube. I realized that I followed every single one of these quote-unquote rules when I was a little younger. This terrifies me because I already had a hard time with social situations back then. I could make most people laugh in a matter of seconds and dissolve awkward situations, even though new people or groups of people, even though new people or groups of new people terrified me. These days, I feel like a boring shell of the person I used to be, and it's messing with my confidence in making new friends, social situations, etc., etc. I don't need it because I want people to like me, but I really enjoy making people laugh and feel good. I feel like it's a skill that I'm losing. Is that a thing? Question mark. That kind of sounds like Matt Drum. He's very good at making new friends. <laughs> He's very good in social situations and dissolving awkward situations and making most people laugh in a matter of seconds. That sounds like you, Madrum. But I'm losing it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not thank, the losing oh, it part. Thank you. Thank you. Um, sounds like he's developing. 
He's only 18. He's developing. So there was, um, it was my second, it was the start of my second year at Biola. I just didn't know how to talk to people. And I feel like, I feel like people have this idea about charismatic people where they're like, yeah, you're just always like that, blah, blah, blah. And there's some people where that's true, but there's times where like, there's like ups and downs. Like he might just be going through a time of his life where he just doesn't feel like he can connect with anybody. I don't know. I, I, I like this only because it's so exciting. You know, like he's, I, I don't think he's, not charismatic. I feel like he will always have that if he's used to it and he does that naturally. That's his thing. But it's maybe his like mind thinking, okay, this is like these people aren't for you. Like you're not going to, you're not that interested and in, you're not like you're matured more or your, your social development is increasing. So maybe you need to go somewhere else. You need someone that's going to challenge you more in conversation to actually make him think so he can feel that excitement in a conversation again. Because sometimes when you're not excited in a conversation, you're not really charismatic. You're just like, okay, all right, yeah. yeah. Like, but when you don't have that, that social, like he says charisma, like I think he's basing his personality too much on the social pleasures of others in the first place. I think it needs to go from you first and then outward. Um, but I think he's he's basing a lot of his de- social development based on this one group of people that he's been hanging out with since he's been in high school. Yeah. And then, too, at 18, like, you're normally leaving your group of friends and going somewhere else. So it kind of goes back to my situation where, like, at the year that I felt I couldn't talk to anybody, a lot of my friends had moved off campus. And I was the only person on campus. So it was like I had to remake friends all over again even though i was very comfortable with the group that i had last year the year before right and i'm friends with 90 percent of them still Mm -hmm. um my advice is just like take a second don't beat yourself up because i remember i would beat myself up over it i'd be like what is going on with me like nothing's wrong with you you're probably just going through a period of life where at the time you just need to focus on yourself and maybe that external validation or your identity and being that charismatic guy is it's time for that to go. And it's time for you to be like, okay, who am I without all of that? You know, cause I feel like once for me, it came back to me and I felt myself able to go and just randomly meet people again and make new friends randomly, you know, and at any time was really when I finally sat down and was kind of like, where did I go wrong? And what, how do I feel about myself and how do I fix that? The second I sat down and had that like identity crisis and that actual conversation is really when things started to change for me. And it's not like it's fun. Like it's not a fun conversation. I'm just, if you end up listening to this, whoever wrote this, like it's a rough conversation to have. Yeah. But yourself a lot of it's questions. incredibly, incredibly beneficial because then you never have to go through that again, you know, because you finally have gone through defining yourself without that because it's easy to to put your identity in oh, I'm, the, I'm the i'm the guy that knows everybody but i feel like people don't listen to their body enough you know yeah. like there's a reason why he's reacting that way your body's telling you something like yes you used to be that person but your body's telling you okay we need to move forward we need to change we need yeah. to develop and and one of the i remember reading an article and it was about the importance of learning how to be alone and how important it is. And, and not necessarily alone, like I'm single by myself, but like go and enjoy your own presence for an extended amount of time. Yeah. Go and learn how to go do something by yourself and have fun. Don't need somebody to go with you to every single place that you be comfortable walking into a room by yourself, knowing that you're the type of person that's going to be fine wherever you're at. Trust yourself enough to take care of yourself. When I read that, so much changed for me because I realized I wasn't. I wasn't the type of person that wanted to go anywhere by myself. I didn't want to be seen walking in without anybody next to me or walk in and nobody's laughing. Like I didn't want that. And I realized that like I spend most of my time by myself. Like I'm with people a lot, but like I spend a lot of my day in my room by myself, doing my own thing, achieving my own goals, going for what I want. Right. So how am I going to do that if I don't have a relationship with myself? You know what I mean? Like we have such great relationships with other people, 
But what is your relationship like with yourself? Like, are you somebody that, that it's good? Like it's positive It's in a way of like, you can call your own, you can call yourself out on your own shit and, you know, and, and move forward and find a way to, to direct it. Or are you somebody that like, doesn't want to quite have that conversation yet because it makes you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I, I encourage you, man, sit, sit with yourself for a while, learn how to be alone. Put, put your phone down for a second and look at where you are. And don't judge your thoughts. Don't judge anything. Like let whatever thoughts comes this way, like actually like be willing to look at it like Think objectively. Think about why you had that thought. You know? What triggered the thought? Why Why did that trigger that thing? Yeah. So the more the more whole, the more of a hole you put yourself in, the, the that's the only way you're going to better yourself. And like take good and bad out of the situation. Like whatever thought appears like just look at that and then continue to like Dalton said, dive down that rabbit hole because then you get to the root of the problem and you're not, you're no longer dealing with the symptoms, but you're dealing with the cause. You got to challenge the mindset. And like that just makes all the difference. You become a better person for it. Mm -hmm. Every fucking time. Yeah. Hopefully I meditate motherfuckers. All right. What's the next one? So I've been seeing this girl for a while now three months and I plan a pretty elaborate date where we would grab lunch and walk around our city to visit all the places where her favorite movie was filmed. Oh, that's cool. That is really that's cool. super cool. She picked up on it and she said she loved the date, but afterwards texted me saying she hated it. She is not worth this effort. I told her that she is totally worth it. Woman of Reddit. I would really appreciate your advice. <laughs> it's <since> our calling. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard the same thing in the past and girl broke things off. Why would she say such a thing? Hmm. We well, only, money, this we, is for you. We only accept the love we think we deserve. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the the person who planned the date. But I think it's just like she's... Not living in the present? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. She hasn't learned how to love herself in that way. And so a lot of times when you hear the situation of like a guy being like, or somebody telling a guy, you're just too nice. I can see myself falling in love with you. You're just such a great guy. And it's kind of like, like kind of being friend zoned. I think a lot of times that comes from person A loving person B in a way that they don't think they should be loved. And it's not communicated in the same way that they were taught how to love. So I think there's like a miscommunication there and the best of intentions on this guy, that sounds like a fucking awesome date. And if you ever want to pick me up and take me to wherever Harvey was filmed, like let's fucking do it. We'll have a great time. Um, but that's kind of what I think. I think there's just like uh, two different love languages and two different love expectations and it's just not matching up. Amen. I stand by that one. Right? Yeah, I think something else is going on in her life, in her head. Uh, I don't know. She's not all there and him being so thoughtful in the plans is uh, rare. And something to hold on to. Not only does he know your favorite movie, but he did the time researching and and planning and all of that. And I agree. I don't think she has taken the time going back to the first post. I don't think she's taken the time to be alone and really like assess herself. And or I mean, I guess she could be lying and just wants a, a quick way out. I don't know. Letting him down easy. But I, I do think that something else is going on. Maybe she got hurt in the past and she's not used to a guy treating her this well. And she doesn't think she deserves the love that she's getting. I totally agree with that for sure. So what we've learned from here is boys rule and girls drool. <laughs> Stupid. Hey, yeah, man, I'm, I'm sorry that happened. But, you know, if that's if nice she can't appreciate that or if she knows that she's not and that's if, too much, then move on to the she next. she can't appreciate herself, she can't appreciate you. Yeah. Simple mm-hmm. as that. Yeah. Gotta love yourself. Yeah. And your love can be valued somewhere else. Absolutely. And there's no point in trying to change people or change people's minds. 
uh, sadly, just got to chug right through it and keep on keeping on. Just do what my barber says. Just cut it. Next. Let's, let's raise the. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Next. <laughs> All right, if you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for your time. And if you're looking for this video on YouTube, I apologize, but there will not be a video this this week. Uh, Cheese Man, our producer, will be back. Um, David, hope that you had fun editing this one and listening to it. Kind of. Oh, oh. Um, guys, the next five weeks, uh, we are entering Halloween time. October. It's our October season. Um, If you guys haven't, experience the last ones i would like to throw those back at you and for you guys to listen to those again um see what you guys are going to be seeing or getting into uh we have a a few more segments made for this particular section um but it's all halloween based throughout the next five weeks which i mean i think we'll like we might be over halloween by the fifth week but um it's gonna be exciting. And yeah, we always we always uh, enjoy spooky season mm-hmm. and the weeks that come along with it. So it'll be a little different than our usual content, but it'll still be good and fun. And uh, look forward to all of that. And um, like I was saying before, David, hope you enjoy listening to this as a listener for the first time. Uh, I don't think you've ever done that since we started this podcast. Yeah. So um, hope you enjoyed the content. Hope we did you proud. Um, but. All right, you guys. Um, oh, oh, thank you. Yep, to thank my new you producer, to Mo Money. Thanks. Our step-in producer, I Monique. Hope I did Killing a good the job. game. Killed it. I tried. You did great. You did great. Thanks. All right, you guys. Everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, have fun. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, I'm Drum, and I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. <laughs> this is back my ass.